The following program is paid for by Channel Mom Media. The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. My name is Jenny, and I'm a mom, but I once lived a more glamorous life as a TV reporter. I was on the nightly news interviewing pop stars and politicians. So when I left TV to become a full-time mother, I quickly found out what we moms are up against. Our world glorifies the rich and famous. For what? I say let's honor the moms who are raising this world's next generation. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Oh, yes, we are. Buckaroo, to use a 1960s term. I don't know why I did that. Uh, grateful to have Kelly on the board today. Thank you, Kelly, for being with us. And uh, I want to let you know, every mom out there and a few dads who are listening, I really think this show is going to be kind of maybe life-changing. I say that every couple shows, but uh, this is a good one. If you could listen to a question I have for you. Here it goes. Do you wish that you could choose the right thing every time you had to make a decision? Are you tired of the pros and cons list or are you tired of regretting the decisions that you've made? Maybe you'd like to teach your kids how to make good decisions. Well, we've got help for you today uh, with the mom host of a uber popular podcast, and uh, she's going to help you with her new book, The Next Right Thing, and I'll give a couple copies away today. Uh, she's going to be up in just a few, and I think this is really going to help you. Man, I'm, I delved into the book or dove into the book and found so many helpful um ideas for the way in which we can make decisions. I even told my daughter, she's got a big decision to make, that I'm going to help her tonight with uh, Emily's book. So Emily P. Freeman's coming up. Uh, But first, I want to let you know, I was out and about, and I like to do things to help our audience. And so I attend events that I think are going to be helped for you. And I confirmed once again, the importance of motherhood by some of the stuff I attended this week. One was a luncheon with a very um, renowned family researcher named Dr. Brad Wilcox. And he talked about how moms and dads, parents differently, but the bottom line is that kids need nurturing moms in their lives who are committed to raising them well in order to be healthy adults. It's going to be better for our society if kids have good moms. And that's the impact and that's the difference that you make even if nobody tells you that. And it was cool to see the research and see how kids thrive when they've got a committed mom. And then Obviously, dads are very important, too, but I was focused on the mom piece. And then secondly, I went to see my friend Gretchen Carlson last night. Gretchen, former Fox News anchor, former Miss America, and now uh, is the chairman of the board for the Miss America organization. And as you know, she speaks out uh, on sexual harassment. Gretchen and I used to work in TV together, so I came and uh, to this event, which is a documentary called Break the Silence. And it was all about the sexual harassment issue. But but it wasn't political at all. It was more sort of what are women hurting from these days and how are they not heard and what are we going to do for our boys and our girls in future generations to stop this from occurring? Because it's painful stuff. I mean, she had women in this documentary who blew my mind from what they've been through. And so it was a cool um, little look into what Gretchen's trying to do for moms, frankly, to retrain our children, and that includes boys, for how to address this issue. So I just want to say I'm out and about trying to help you, trying to look at issues that impact you, and uh, I wanted you to know that. Okay, so one more little bit of information. Oh my goodness, I'm really excited to recommend this. We have fabulous sponsors, and this one is one that I get excited uh, about telling you about because it means summer's coming, first of all, and also it's a way to bless your kids. Camp Idrahaji 
which is located right by my house. It's in a beautiful, safe mountain setting with so many options for wholesome outdoor activities to get your kids away from the digital stuff. And I've seen testimony after testimony where kids say what a difference Idrahaji has made in their lives and how they've gotten closer to God and they now talk to their friends about their faith. I mean, fantastic stuff happens at that camp and it's a lot of fun too. So think about signing your kids up this year. Idrahaji.org is where you go. Idrahaji.org. Okay, we have to get to the stuff that helps you. And we're going to get right to the takeaway today because sometimes I save them for the second segment and I want you to get some good takeaways today. So, Miss Emily P. Freeman, the host of The Next Right Thing, has got a book called The Next Right Thing. It's doing fabulously well. I know, Emily. Welcome to Channel Mom. Well, thanks for having me. This is so fun. Oh, good. That's what I am. A whole bunch of fun. <laughs> Tons of fun. Okay, so let me start out by this. When we come, when we become moms, okay, somehow our decisions seem so much more monumental because it's not just, you know, should I order the nachos? It's <laughs> how is this decision going to impact not only me, but other little humans? And that makes it very, very big. So could you speak directly to the moms listening today about how learning to choose to live a life of, of doing the next right thing can greatly impact not only their lives but their children's lives it's a fantastic question and you know when before we have kids we are like such great moms in our minds right yeah. like oh yeah. I'm going to do this a certain way but out of all the decisions we have control over there's a whole category of our lives that we cannot predict manage bullet point or control and that is the people that we are in relationship with primarily are little people Mm -hmm. and we just they're going to do things they're going to want to do things they're going to have decisions that need to be made for them and around them and with them that we can't necessarily control the outcome and I think that's kind of the first step in releasing a lot of my own mom anxiety is in recognizing that you know what I can't I, the decision I make today with my three-year-old or my eight-year-old um, does not – I don't have to gaze into the future and imagine all the counseling they're going to need. All I have <laughs> to do is really try to focus in on, okay, for this human, this tiny human in front of me right now, what is the next right thing both for them and for our family? And I have found so much anxiety release when I just keep it in the moment. Right. I agree. And in fact, Emily, I have to confess to you that even this morning, now I try to do a million things and try to be Mrs. Perfect and I'm not too bad. I failed at that, but I was trying to do stuff to get ready for the show and I got distracted and I was going to post some picture on Instagram and I literally heard your sentence in my brain saying, what's the next right thing? What's the next right thing for you to do? And so I stopped this silly little Instagram post I was going to do and went back to stuff that mattered for the show and for the moms that I serve. So it is very helpful to do that. I'm going to jump right into the press release. I, I've read through the book and I've got some, some specific questions related to my individual interpretation of, of the kind of advice you're giving moms in this book about making decisions. But the press release said something that intrigued me. And sometimes, last week I had the president of Mops on and I went to the press release and I said, so what are the three tips for? And she got the big eyes and she thought, I don't know what you're talking about. So maybe they've <laughs> pitched something that you can't even answer, but hopefully you can. Um, can you talk about the three tricks to help a mom and a dad make a difficult decision and eliminate regret because they followed these? And, and maybe one of them is the big question we have to ask ourselves, because I do want to get to that if that's not included in this. But what are the three tricks that we can do to help ourselves make the right decision? Yeah, it's a great question. Don't we love three tricks? We're like, yeah, give me a, give me a short list of things I can do. Right. Well, here, here's the thing. I think one thing that we often, when it comes to decision making, we tend to want to make a, a pro con list. We want to, you know, we want to act. 
But I think sometimes the first thing to do when it comes to a decision, especially the more monumental decision has to do with vocation or relationships or your family or religion or, you know, the big, the big, big things is rather than um, follow your quick intuition and act, actually counterintuitively give yourself a little space to to clear the clutter. I think clearing the clutter, which is, it could be just give yourself five minutes of silence, take a beat, take a breath, just know that um, the world is not going to rush on without you in the next five minutes. And I think that's one thing we often skip. We like to run to action because that's what we can Mm -hmm. see makes a difference. Mm -hmm. But actually clearing that clutter can really help us. That's step one. Step two is when you do that, when we take the time to create a little bit of space, oftentimes what will rise to the surface, we'll try to brush away and be like, oh, that's not the point. That's not the point. Pay attention to what rises to the surface. Allow yourself to name some of those fears you might have about this decision. Some of those weird, quirky things that you might be avoiding the decision for certain reasons. What are they? Get them down on paper. And the third thing is really the whole thing we're talking about. Then do the next right thing. And the the two magic words there, next, that means don't think about the next 10 steps. Just do the next step. And then I love your point, Jenny, what you just mentioned was for you, Instagram was the next thing in some ways, but it wasn't the next right thing. Right. So I ask myself the question, what is not only the next thing, but the next right thing in this situation? Yeah, I love it. It's it's very logical. And and yeah. uh, one thing that I sort of have taken on in the last, I don't know, 10 years, and I wasn't always a Jesus follower, and, and I am now, um, by the grace of God. And, and I love to speak to mamas that are not there. I have total uh, compassion and understanding for you because I've been there. But because I go there, one of the things I dropped doing was going straight to the phone and saying, Mom, what do you think I should do? Friend, what do you think I should do? Dad, what do you think I should do? <laughs> and instead saying, oh, 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 you need to stop and listen to what God would have you do. And I know some folks say, it's really hard to hear from God. Yeah, it can be. It can be. But but that was something that I began to do early on in, in my faith walk. Okay, so I want you to get to this big question that we need to ask ourselves when we're trying to make the right decision. Okay, so even if we're like, I don't know what the next right thing is, you've got a question we need to ask ourselves. And I love it because so many of us moms, my Myself included can be fear motivated. I want to say yeah. no to this because what if they get in a car accident? And what if it, I mean, you know, all that sort of thing. And I'm one. Of, I have been one of those moms. Although God is delivering me from fear. Hallelujah. Um, however, you've got a big question that moms need to ask themselves before they make a decision. It's it's a question that I have learned to ask myself. And I think if I would have learned this question sooner in my life, especially as a parent, I could have saved myself and my family a lot of heartache. And the question is quite simply this: Am I being led by love or am I being pushed by fear and sometimes that's really the only question I have to ask I know exactly what to do after that not always but there are many decisions that bring great clarity by simply asking myself that question am I being led by love or am I being pushed by fear as I'm making this decision and that is so big because I think often we're tempted to say tempted to say no because of fear. Um, yeah. And then once we make the decision, we're fearful because we think, oh, my gosh, I made I said yes. And I shouldn't have said yes because something bad can happen. <laughs> and, and I'm one of those people, but I'm changing. Um, and speaking of the no thing that we're afraid to say uh, yes, because the no seems easier. We're also afraid to say no. And you talk about a mentor that we all need to get. And I loved this. I thought I have to find this person. So talk about that. <laughs> One of my favorite relationships is with my sister, and over time I recognize my sister helps me know she gets right to the chase. 
she knows exactly kind of what I want to do sometimes before I know. So much so that I would sometimes come to her and be like, wait, should I do this thing or should I not do this thing? And she always intuitively could help me discern that. So we started calling her my no mentor because she helped me stop saying yes to stuff I didn't want to do. Now, obviously, sometimes there are things as grownups, as moms, that we need to do just to be like responsible human citizens in the world. But I think there are a lot of things that I say yes to for the wrong reasons. And so I think one person that we all need, especially as parents, a person that can really help us in our lives, is to identify a friend or a family member, a buddy who can be a no mentor for us. And the best way to find a no mentor is to be a no mentor for somebody else. And that means you're someone who helps other people listen to the narrative that's happening beneath the surface and helps other people discover what their deepest desire is, or even their surfacey desires, so that we can move through the world a little bit more in line with who we are and what we're called to. Yeah, because we don't want to miss that by saying yes too much. And, and by the way, can that no mentor, who you are recommending that we get, can that no mentor um, release us from all guilt? Because last week, somebody asked me to give a speech, and I knew I did not have the bandwidth, because I'm trying to dedicate myself to a bunch of other stuff, including writing a book. It's, it's done, and it's before publishers, but I need to be working on it, and a number of other things. And you know how that is. And so I thought, yeah. i got to say no. I've got to say no. And I immediately felt guilty, to the point where then I think I called them back and said, all right, well, if you can't get anybody else, then I can probably do it. I can probably, because I felt so guilty. So can our no mentor help us (laughs) not to feel guilty after we say no? Absolutely. Because sometimes just saying it out loud helps you realize like, wait a minute, why do I feel guilty? And naming that again, naming what's beneath the surface. What, where's that guilt coming from? Is that guilt serving you? Is it serving the people? Because let me tell you what we'd rather do. I would much rather, I think Lisa Turkers talked about that. I would much rather have a little bit of discomfort at the, at the start and then it's over than to commit to something and have weeks of discomfort because I've committed to something that I didn't feel called to and that's not serving me and that's not serving the person either. Right. And it's not serving our purpose. It's not serving our children. Right. I mean, that is the good thing to remember. Like it's my purpose and my kids and things like that. Yeah. Um, big picture. I want you to just give a little teaser because we've only got two minutes on how you can help moms help their kids learn a protocol for making good decisions because I'm going to try to help my daughter tonight. My 16 year old daughter has some decisions to make actually one big one and I want to help her. And, and by the way, it's nothing crisis. Like I don't want to like, what did her daughter do? Um, can you just give a little teaser about how you might be able to help moms with this? I think as a mom, a big part of that is releasing your own agenda asking lots and lots of curious questions when you when you when a when a child is trying to make a decision i have teenagers yeah. and when they're trying to make a decision i really want to hear their heart and their deepest desire and trust that they're going to follow those arrows in time okay awesome we'll be right back with the author of the next right thing emily p freeman stay tuned we're going to be giving it away and i've got some other great stuff to tell you about so stay tuned for channel mom Moms, this summer, give your kids the gift of a week unplugged from social media at Idrahaji, one of Colorado's most accessible and affordable Christian camps. Just an hour from Denver, Idrahaji offers unforgettable outdoor adventures like rock climbing, horse rides, zip lines, and more. This summer, Idrahaji is equipping campers to be strong and courageous through the love and power of Jesus Christ. Camps are filling fast. Register now at idrahaji.org. That's I-D-R-A-H-A-J-E.org. The 
vision of the Life Center is simple. Transforming communities, period. Located just south of downtown Littleton, the Life Center meets immediate needs, provides opportunities for development, and shares the hope and truth found only in Jesus. Whether you need help putting food on the table or reaching your goals by learning English or finishing your GED, find out more about our services and volunteer opportunities on our website, lifecenterlittleton.org. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Hey, we're back. Welcome back to our 94.7 The Word audience, our podcast audience, and our folks on Facebook. So grateful that you guys support us in so many ways and give to us to keep us on the air and help us do our outreach and our ministry. So thank you for that. I do want to remind you, don't overlook LifeCenterLittleton.org. For one thing, if you want to share the love of Jesus with people and really help them, like giving them a cup of cold water, you could be a volunteer. But also, if you've got somebody in your life, or maybe it's you, who just needs a leg up, you should check them out. They've got mental health support groups. They've got legal aid, a food bank, all kinds of stuff to help a family who would just use a little bit of help. And I'd love for you to check them out at LifeCenterLittleton.org. And then one more little piece of business. I did it. I finally called Premier Mechanical, and they were very responsive and helpful. We have been having problems with our furnace and just been putting it off and putting it off. And now that it's snowing again, welcome to Colorado, uh, I was forced to address our furnace issue. So I called Jared. Uh, they were right on it. They immediately got called me right back, and uh, they can check out my furnace for just $39. He says he doesn't like to upsell. He will diagnose it for the you know, most cost-efficient uh, price that he can find for you. So so I wish and hope that you will check out uh, Jared at Premier Mechanical. They are a big help to Channel Mom, and you'd be helping us by going to them for your business. ClaimYourComfort.com. ClaimYourComfort.com. And then I want to let you know, we already got somebody on the line wanting to get the book. Um, I didn't say this before they called, so they are not obligated. But for your gift of any amount to help us help moms, moms in prison, moms in homeless shelters, moms who are in suburbia, moms going to church, every mom we can get our hands on to help a mom. And, and I'm talking and you can, you can donate you know, $10 or $50, whatever you want. For your small donation, you can get this book, The Next Right Thing. We would love to have you get Emily's book, 303-873-1935, if you're listening on Fridays. And I'm finally learning to do this. If you're listening on Saturday, uh, you want the book, and you can reach us at channelmom at gmail, channelmom at gmail. So 303-873-1935, and on Saturdays, channelmom at gmail. To get The Next Right Thing, just a gift of any amount, we'll get you there, and we'd love to give you that book. Okay, only got you know, eight minutes left for Emily, but I know she's going to get to a couple of more fabulous tips for you. We're talking to Emily P. Freeman. She's the host of a very popular podcast, which is called The Next Right Thing, right, Emily? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, yeah, I looked it up, and um, and I should be listening to it. Sorry, I need to start listening to that. Um, <laughs> and then also the book by the same title, The Next Right Thing, a simple, soulful practice for making life decisions, which every mom needs, honestly, and their kids need too. So so can you get us um, to that place where we understand how to help our kids? You were teasing it in the last segment about how we need to ask those searching questions, drop our own agenda, which especially with teenagers is really hard because they're dealing with some yeah. big stuff. So I have, you know, sort of been doing that, but not always. But with this decision, I have been doing exactly what you said. So I'm glad, I'm glad I'm on track it is to drop your agenda and think, okay, I know what the right thing is to do according to me, but I'm just going to ask some questions to help them get there, you know, on their own. Yeah. So, so talk about how a mama can help their children make the right decision to learn that habit. So when they get into adulthood and they can't always call you how they can learn that habit, whether they're four or 14 how do we do this it's a fantastic question and i do think it starts with even before you get into that conversation with with that child um, or that teenager is 
learning to be okay whether or not they're okay. They uh-huh. can feel it. They can sense it coming a mile away. If I'm a mama that has some angst, you know, that they just, they're so smart. They know it and they feel it and they might not ever say it, but they can feel it. So getting to a place where I'm okay, no matter what happens here, that's a, that is a fantastic gift to give to our kids. And second thing, when it comes to releasing that agenda, when you, when they're trying to work through a decision and maybe, maybe they're even asking you, what should I do? Before jumping in and saying, well, blah, 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 I think you should da, da, da. We want them to own their decisions. We don't want to be snowplow parents or helicopter parents, whatever the phrase is now that they say about what kind of moms we are these days. Yeah, yeah. But I think asking them questions and not just the first and second, but the third and the fourth to try to get beneath the surface. Because some of our kids, depending on the personality, and you know your child better than, of course, we do, but better than anybody. But what you want to make sure that you're hearing from them is their heart, the calling that they're beginning to have in their own life, their own giftedness, and not just them saying what they think you want them to say and what they think you want to hear. So those questions, those curious questions, let me tell you, we don't listen. We don't know how to listen in this world. And I think as parents, if we can give our kids the gift of listening and understanding, and that is such a that is such a beautiful gift for them to take once they leave our houses. Yeah, amen. And by the way, we're leading them to help them make the biggest decision in life because it yeah. wasn't until my son left for college that he owned his own faith and made that decision on his own. It wasn't mom's mm-hmm. faith anymore; it was yep. his faith, and and it was so cool to watch that unfold based on his own decision. And then it's stronger because it's from him. It's not something mom making him do. Believe in God and follow Jesus. You know, I mean, that okay, becomes a cliche okay. when you put that on your kids. They have to find it themselves. You know, so yeah. so yes, you're helping them get there by asking the probing questions that they can come to their own conclusion, which is best. So I love that. All right. So what about the concept of um, you're in the middle of a decision and you think, okay, but this sounds good, but this also sounds good of trying to put our finger on what we want more. Can you talk about that? Mm. I think some of the hardest decisions that we make are the ones where it's between two good things or 10 good things. Yeah. And if we had to decide between like, a good thing and a bad thing, we would always get it right. I mean, we would like, well, yeah, clearly that's the best thing. That's what I want the most. But it's not always like that. And so I think sometimes um, recognizing if this decision has to be made now or if it can wait, and if it has to be made now, we just have to pick what we like and see how it grows, see if see if it grows on us. See, and if it doesn't, then maybe we can change course. But if we do have a little bit of time, which sometimes we just like to make decisions to get them out of the way, but if we have a little bit of time, I think that's when we can let our desires come to the surface. Because here's the thing about desire. Wanting something is not selfish. Demanding something is selfish. But knowing what you want is a gift. Because then you can either pursue it with clarity and confidence, or you can more easily let it go when you don't get it. But knowing what you want is not selfish demanding what you want is that's when we get into yeah, trouble. I love that differentiation. Hey, if you want to help us help moms, uh, you can give your gift of any amount. I'm serious. I'm going to call you. You're going to leave your number. I'm going to call you uh, as a listener and uh, we'll talk about <laughs> what you want to give, but you can get the book. If you call for a gift of any amount, the next right thing, and this will help you learn how to make good decisions and help you help your kids. It's got great protocol in it. It's fantastic. It's helped me already in making decisions, learning how to do the next right thing. How how do you seek God in this? I mean, we have we have non-Christians and Christians who listen to us. How do you seek God to learn how to make that decision to find the next right thing? You know, no matter 
no matter what you believe about God, and I know we're all across the board, but one of my favorite quotes about this idea of God and his, what he thinks about decision-making and all this comes from a writer named Dallas Willard, and he says, never believe anything bad about God. Yeah. And I do think there's something to be said about when it comes to decisions, what we believe about God will influence how we make decisions. Yeah. Because if we think he's mean or he's hiding a secret from us and we have to figure it out, we are going to behave accordingly. But God is not a trickster. He is on your side. And if he has something good for you, he will not let you miss it. Yeah, I love that, Emily. And I also love your soundbite nature. You're very good at soundbites. Having been in television, you got to do that. Um, I, yeah. By the way, I, did, I failed to give the number again. If you want to give a gift of any amount and get Emily's book, The Next Right Thing, we've already got one person who called in, 303-873-1935. And on Saturdays, just email us at channelmom at gmail. Okay, last words. What would you say to a mom who just wants to know she's figuring the best way and, and learning the best way to choose the next right thing when she has to make a decision? I just think it comes down to trust yourself. That voice you hear on the inside, that's not... Sometimes we can have ideas that sound like our voice, but they don't feel like our idea. We can trust that. We can trust that God is moving in and with us and, and, and isn't going to leave us. And I think that knowing as we admit what we most long for in God's presence, and then we just do our next right thing, I think that uh, we can be, we can rest assured that we will be moving in a good and beautiful direction, and we can really rest in that faith. And, and I love that word next, because what yeah. I tend to do is think down the road. Just think about the next right thing. You don't have to think about all the consequences right. and all the things after that. I love it. How do we find you, your podcast, and the book, Emily? The podcast is wherever you can listen to podcasts, The Next Right Thing Podcast. The book is nextrightthingbook.com, and I'm all over social media at Emily P. Freeman or at emilypfreeman.com. Awesome. This is very helpful, Emily. I so appreciate you uh, sharing this information, and I hope uh, some moms will call in to get the book, The Next Right Thing, 873 or channel mom at gmail. God bless you, Emily. Take care of you and that precious family of yours and those three kiddos. Thank you. Okay, everybody, I just want you to know... I'm going to start a mom prayer on Facebook every Monday, the Monday mom prayer. I'd love to have you tune into it um, because I want to bless you every Monday with a prayer for you as a mom. Please check us out at channelmom.com. And if you feel moved to become one of our partners, I'd be blessed by that. God bless you. Thanks for all you do as a mom. Have a beautiful weekend. If you enjoy what you hear on Channel Mom Radio, and if you believe the media should be doing more to support moms and encourage families, then why don't you come alongside the efforts of Channel Mom? We'd like to offer you our partner package today. We'll send you a Channel Mom's Best Tips for Moms, as well as a beautiful bling t-shirt when you sign up to be a partnering monthly donor at ChannelMom.com. We live in a world that demeans the importance of moms and belittles the value of family. Research shows the family is breaking down in America. But Channel Mom aims to stop the family breakdown, starting with the moms. We depend on our donors to help us, to put this show on the air, and to do outreach for mothers on the ground, supporting them in their parenting, marriages, addiction issues, and more. So become a Channel Mom partner today and be a part of the change you want to see for mothers and families. Just go to ChannelMom.com and click on Give to CM, and you'll see our donate button there. From the moms at Channel Mom, thank you. And may God bless each mom and her family. 